This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. Oh my God, you guys, I'm doing an in-person recording right now and I'm still getting used to in-persons because I've spent two years recording on Zoom, but um, I'm here with Carly. (laughs) Hi. Hi. I can't believe this just happened. We just recorded for like 15 minutes yeah. and she was not recording. I looked down at the little Zoom recorder and I was like, Carly, we're not recording. She's like, what do you mean we're not recording? I'm like, no, like I literally didn't press record. And it was so good. It was so good. So now I don't even know what we were talking about. I got about. it. Let's, okay. let's run it back. Run it back. You take it away. And I got, I'm just gonna I got like, you. Okay. That's what I'm here for. Great. Carly, I don't know what I'm doing. welcome back to Seeing Other People. This is your third time on the podcast. I feel very special. I think that's what I said before. I feel very special (laughs) that I'm on here for a third time. I am really excited to have you back. I'm not going to lie. Like your episodes have done really well. Are you surprised? (laughs) No. You seem really surprised. (laughs) No, I actually don't think I'm that interesting. So I am surprised too. (laughs) 
Okay, Miss Not Interesting will hit 100,000 TikTok followers during this recording. Guys, Carly's literally at 99.8K. By the time you listen to this, she will be well over 100K. And but if you're not following me. We we threw her a party yesterday. Me and Danny threw Carly a 100K celebration. Like, got 100, not, not 100 balloons, but like the 100, like giant gold metal balloons. And um, they thought made I was going to K cupcake and pop brought champagne to pop and she did not hit a hundred no they they had a lot of faith in me they thought i was gonna hit it by my trip to new york i did not but you know what it's called manifesting where that was like manifesting my 100k totally so if you're listening to this and i'm still not there go that's awkward yeah that's really awkward carly silverman (laughs) carly Uh, r carly oh carly r silverman you never knew that no okay well carly silverman was taken it's awkward yeah well, sucks. <laughs> I, mean, I gotta go. <laughs> Carly, give everyone a quick backstory of how we met just to catch those up who haven't listened to your previous episodes, don't know our friendship. Okay, so I'm gonna say it this time. You're gonna say it this okay, time. Okay, last time she said it. It's okay. Okay. We're starting over. We're fresh. We're starting over. So Alana and I were introduced. We still can't remember who introduced us by a mutual friend. And they were basically like, you guys should meet. You both do social media, whatever. And... I don't know who messaged who. I know we followed each other. I think she messaged me and was like, hey, we should get on a call. We do similar things. And I'm like, okay. And it was so awkward. We like obviously didn't get on a call. Never got on a call. But then we were just following each other. And I didn't think we'd actually become friends. But I saw her post one time like tennis courts. And I was like, hmm, where are those tennis courts? And she's like, oh, like in West Palm Beach. And I'm like, yeah, where? And she's like, Oh, like, and my parents, whatever. She would not tell me where they were for a minute. And I'm like, no, what community? Well, it's just those? so I posted tennis courts. She's like, where are, where is that? <laughs> and I was, was like, like, you creepy. didn't say those courts look familiar to me. You just like, where is that? Yeah, that was probably creepy. <laughs> um, finally, she told me where they were. And I'm like, oh, my parents live in that development. And not only do her parents also live there, but our parents live five houses down from there. And let me just say, there are like 7,000 people in that development. So it's fate. Also, Alana and I both got broken up with. We both got laid off dating apps. Not not just got broken up with, like went got, through a fucking through, heartbreak. Okay, went through hell with guys who we both were like working with and dating. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot we were both. Wor- we have so many. Like I know. And we're like That's so, the whole we point. are soulmates. Um, yes, we were both working with our exes. Both went through an insane heartbreak. Both worked at dating apps. Both got laid off dating apps, and now is just like here now we're just vibing we're just vibing <laughs> vibing thriving slaying what do they say Sla- sliding slaying? what slaying like you're slaying oh sl- like slay yeah yeah yeah. i i don't know why in my mind i like but vote i read that as like s-l-e-i-g-h oh like i'm slaying down the snow yeah yeah no i'm like you're not doing that in florida no <laughs> no <laughs> okay so now that everyone's caught up and that we redid the intro that i did not record <laughs> Can you um, make sure you're recording? I'm recording. Okay. I checked. I've checked like 10 times. Okay. Um, and I hear us. Well, I heard us before too. <laughs> Great. Guys, I'm new to recording in person. I'm sorry I'm working on it. Also, Barkley has taken over half of my chair, so I'm yeah, awkwardly okay? like <laughs> leaning. But it's okay. It's better than him standing down there growling at us. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I posted a story Q&A box for this episode to get a bunch of questions from you guys. There are a ton. I also want to get through listener questions. Um but there's a few other topics that Carly and I have kind of talked about. We're like, oh my God, we should definitely talk about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I want to start with things that we hear online or on social media or from like influencers who everyone just kind of like bows down to and like follows that really like piss us off. Okay. 
Yeah. Does anything come to mind at first when I say that? Um, and we're not going to name names. Like, this is all, all, in, all friendly. I feel like I see a lot of, I don't know if it's people that are quote unquote dating experts or relationship experts or people just giving dating advice, but I constantly see people talk about how you, I don't know how to, I don't even know how to, know how to preface this, but like how you don't have a good relationship unless you're having sex like every night. Yes. And I just don't agree with that. I do not agree with it. And I feel like I see a lot of dating people say, oh, well, it's such a red flag or it's such a bad side in your relationship if you're not having sex every night or every other night in the first two to three years. Like, obviously, I know as you date longer, you know, life's whatever. I I just don't agree with that. It makes me so frustrated like especially that specific example but any situation where it's like oh you have to be doing this otherwise there's something wrong in your relationship yeah it's like first of all who the fuck are you to tell me what's wrong in my relationship based on your standards like if that's what you want fine but that might be what works for you that doesn't mean that's what works for me also it just making statements like that makes people like second guess themselves so much. Oh my God. The amount of times I've second guessed myself from seeing people say that I ha- I'll be honest. I have a very low sex drive. Same. I'm not someone that's overly sexual. Hi, I'm mom. never yet. Yeah, mom, don't listen to this. I, <laughs> and dad, please. I never actually, my mom tells me she does too. So Listens? Um, oh, oh, no, she has a low sex drive also. <laughs> no, so she, <laughs> now I'm telling the world. Um, I always have, and that's not going to change with who no I am. No matter who you're with. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've gone to doctors about it. I've taken medicine for it. That's just not going to change. And I'm sorry, but just because I'm not having sex with my boyfriend every single night does not mean I love him any less. Yeah. And the amount of times I've had to like second guess myself, like, oh my God, do I not love him? Because I'm not like all over him. All like over him like and his bones. Yeah. Rip my clothes off every time I see him. Like. No, I I don't. That is one part of your relationship. (laughs) Just one. And and guess how many other parts of of your relationship there are? A million. And you know what? There are so many. And listen, we obviously have sex, but I'm just not saying. We obviously have sex, but I'm saying you don't need to like, you don't need to feel like you have sex every single night for it to be a good relationship. Yeah. And I think this specific case is like so extra frustrating because everyone's relationship with sex is so yeah different and sensitive and people have been through shit and it's just so frustrating when there's like that statement put out there of this is what your relationship needs to be otherwise there's something wrong yeah I hear it all the time too I really do and it it frustrates the shit out of me it's like oh, you're not constantly wanting to have sex with your boyfriend in the first two years, then you shouldn't be with him. It's like, no, that's not true. We are all so different. Our bodies are made up different. Our brain chemistry is made up different. We all have things going on in our lives. Like, also, it goes in phases. Like, I especially, like, I really go in phases. Like, I will go months where I'm just feeling in a funk and depressed, and I will not want to be touched. I'm sorry. But then I'll go through months where I will feel amazing and be like, great. Like, it's just... I've never been a huge sexual person and that's not going to change depending on what partner I have. So I'm sick of hearing that just because I don't have sex every night with my boyfriend, we're not in a good relationship. It almost brings me back to like me being single and not finding a 
the partner and going on dates and trying and then questioning like what's wrong with me. Yeah. It's like hearing these things and seeing people post about this makes me again question like, well, what's wrong with me if I'm not doing that? And what's wrong with my relationship? And it's just like to each their fucking own. Yeah. And why can't we just let people be? No, I, I don't understand. It, it blows my mind. So if you're out there and you're seeing quote unquote advice or you're seeing people talk about things that maybe you don't align with or agree with, don't question yourself. Yeah. Just do you feel you. Everyone's their own person. And if for every person who says something that you don't agree with, like you'll find somebody who preaches things that you do agree with and that feel more right for you. So just make sure like if you're following people who are saying things and posting things that like really don't align with you, no one's forcing you to follow them. Yeah. Yeah. We should take that advice. Yeah. We should. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people I follow where I'm like, where I'm like, Oh shit. Shit. I should be That's doing this. thing. Now I'm self-conscious about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. I posted a question box on the story and a ton of people submitted amazing questions. So I want to get through them. And then I also have some listener questions that are very like situational and we are going to give the people some advice. So let's start with the quicker Q and A's. The first question that I want to ask you or that a listener sent in is Carly, do you hold any resentment towards locks club? So backstory <laughs> rewinding Carly Worked at Locks Club. Mm-hmm. Which is a dating app. Dating app. And in the fall, kind of blindsided out of nowhere, similarly to me at Hinge, was let go and lost her job. Yes. Um, oh, do I hold resentment? Listen, so Locks Club had a big place in my heart. I, I was the first employee. I felt like I really helped them, you know, start this company, um, I made it my entire life. And I think because I did that, getting laid off, it, it was really upsetting. I was depressed. And I don't think I've ever spoken about that. Be like, I kind of, after I got laid off, I went on TikTok and was like, yeah, like I'm fine. Like time to do my own thing. Time to start my own like business. Dancing by the pool. <laughs> dancing by yeah. the pool. Yeah. I remember that TikTok. I was depressed. I went back on medicine, um, anti-anxiety medicine. I was, I, I stuck myself in my room and I just cried for days. Um, I understand business is business and you have to do what you have to do. And at first, obviously I was hurt. Um, but we kept a good relationship. At least some of the people I kept a good relationship with. And after the fact, after the fact, and I really tried my hardest to make the effort to keep that relationship because we were best friends. Yeah. I was best friends with everyone on that team. And I felt like as I was trying to go off and do my own thing and figure out what I wanted, people were coming at me basically being like, why are you doing that? Like I full transparency, I put on my Instagram story that I wanted to help matchmake people. And I thought it would be so fun. I've loved setting people up. That's why I joined locks club to begin with. And I got shit on for doing that by, by people at the company. And it was really upsetting because I was just trying to fly and do my own thing. And, and so I didn't end up really doing the matchmaking thing, which kind of sucks. Cause I loved it. Um, you guys, Carly got like a thousand 
people. Yeah. I, like, I literally a thousand people. And I set some people up. up. I just didn't publicly go forward that I, I was never going to create an app. I was never going to create a website. I was never going to create a business around it. You I were just, hoping to get like 30 people yeah. who just like wanted to set up. I was just doing it for fun. And it really upset me that I almost felt like I couldn't. Yeah. And so to answer your question, am I resentful? I wouldn't say I'm resentful just because I understand that you have to do like business is business. You, yeah. I wasn't helping the business anymore, I guess. So they had to let me go. Which, I mean, it's not even, it's not necessarily that. It's right. Like, right. No, I, I know I took it personally for yeah. sure. I took it personally, but ultimately like I, I'm kind of like healing a breakup. Yeah. Like totally. I never got the closure I needed and I had to find that closure on my own. Just like you never get closure from a breakup. You yep. just never will. So stop seeking it and just trying to move on. And I think in the long run, I'm very happy that it happened. I don't have, I don't feel like I have the friendships that I did, which make me really upset. Of course, with some of them I do, but it's different and it sucks and I'm sad about it. I know they did a big, uh, big retreat in Florida the other week and, you know, no one reached out to me. No one, they were outside my apartment and no one said anything, Yeah, which really upset me, you know, cause I thought we left on a really good note and it just, it sucked. It fucking sucked. It, but it really is like a breakup. It, no, fully is a breakup. I still feel it. I still yeah. get upset when I see, you know, I hope, I, listen, I hope the company does amazing. I wish nothing but the best for the actual company and I think it's going to thrive. But personally, I, I don't have that. Yeah. It really hurt. It hurt. it's I mean that's exactly how I felt with hinge and I think that's part of the reason I mean like you and I connected so much and really like became best friends through your healing process (laughs) because like we trauma bonded we literally trauma bonded because it's what I went through in 2020 yeah and it's hard and I you know you said something that you really made the working at locks club, like your whole life and your whole personality. And that's, yeah. I mean, literally my social media handles were at Alana from hinge. Like yeah. it was my life, but like, why do we do that? I'll never do it again. I, I really, I'll never do it again because I, but here we are right now making our work, our life. I know, but you know what? It's different. It's, our it's, own on, work. it's on us. It's our yeah. own work. I'm not, yeah. I'm not working for someone else's We're not, company. Like, building somebody else up. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we. I really made that shit my life. Yeah, and then when I was like, oh, I was like, what the fuck do yeah, guys, I do don't now? Don't do that. It, it's it's the same thing. Career and relationships are so similar. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing as getting into a relationship and making that entire person your whole life, and like only spending time with that person. You know, ha- being codependent and leaning on them for everything, and you know, not hanging out with your other friends anymore because you're only hanging out with yeah. with your coworkers, your significant other. It's you always have to really make an effort to maintain your individual life outside of your job outside of your relationship your friendships whatever it is Mm -hmm. that you're doing yeah yeah I put Carly on the spot the other day and I was like would you rather (laughs) (laughs) I just texted her out of the blue have not gotten let go from locks club and still have your job but like us not be close or have gotten let go from locks club and us be best friends there is no question (laughs) (laughs) there is just no question about that answer (laughs) next listener question that was sent in um I like this one what are the best compliments that someone has given each of you 
You guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic, and when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning, and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend, who happens to be a doctor, and she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family 10 dollars off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from, and if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Um, that I look like Jennifer Aniston. Oh my God, you do. <laughs> no, I'll never not say it. Holy shit. Jennifer, have you ever listened to this? Great friends. <laughs> Wait, I'm freaking out. And I've gotten it. Oh my God, no, you really do. I've never, ah. <laughs> 
she was on my TV all night last night. I've gotten it since I was like 10 years old, even before my nose job, because she also had a nose job. So oh, I also have another thing we have in common, yeah. right? But we, I also looked like her before her nose job when I didn't have my nose job. And now I also look like her after the fact. I'm freaking out. So, I can't. I'm like just staring at you. No, it's my new... favorite compliment. I'll, it makes me so happy when people wow. randomly write on my like old TikToks like, this is Jennifer Aniston. I'm like, oh, you just made my life. Okay, well, mine in that, in that realm, which I wasn't thinking about before, but is that I look like Meredith Grey. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> Ellen Pompeo. Oh, my God. Are, are oh Ellen God. and Jen BFFs now? I think so. We have to find a picture of them. There's got to be a picture of them somewhere be. and, like, totally recreate is. it. I, I it. love her. So oh, that's me a, too. Yeah. Um, okay, what about, let's take this question in a different sense in terms of, like, dating, like, a compliment from a guy. What's my favorite compliment a guy has given me? Yeah. That it looked like Jen. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that actually have though. Um, probably are we talking about physical. Whatever. My eyes. I feel like that's the first thing guys will compliment me on, and I feel like you too. I don't. I'm, I, I hate to say this, but like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, have guys really complimented me that much? Like, nothing's really coming to mind. <laughs> Well, it's also weird because when you've been like dating someone for so long, you kind of forget. Yeah. Now I sound like a fucking bitch. I'm like, yeah, my eyes. My eyes and my Jennifer Aniston like. <laughs> I don't get compliments all the time. Let me just make that very clear. <laughs> it's a rare occasion. I don't know. I think I think my favorite compliment is like, I feel so comfortable with you. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, you're not to say someone's given that to me before, but like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Okay, next question. <laughs> who has had more relationship drama between the two of you? I don't really know how to take this question. I'm going to kind of take it as like dating relationship history drama. Yeah, I would I, say me. I'd say equal. Actually, yeah, probably But we, we don't know. We weren't there yeah. for it. But I would say equal. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know like the in-depth of yours. I we, would say equal too. We have so much time. We have so much time. So much time. <laughs> we'll get through it all. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. it's equal. Who's funnier? You want to say you? No, I don't think I'm funny. Really? I was gonna say you. Really? Yeah, I don't okay, think I'm funny. I'll take it. I don't think I'm funny either. But then people tell me I'm funny. I'm like, oh. I think people definitely laugh at me more than with me. I think so. I mean, I think that's the case when you're putting yourself out there on the internet yeah. in any situation. <laughs> like, I'm never someone that people said, like, oh, you're funny. Like, no, I'm I think not a funny. lot of people do laugh with you because, okay, so yesterday we were trying to figure out when we first, like, knew of each other, and I looked at my text messages and typed in Carly Silverman, and literally before we were introduced, like, three days before we were, like, introduced to each other, I sent him one of her videos yeah, because I related to it. I sent Jake one of Carly's videos before we knew, like literally three days before we were going to be connected. Oh How God. crazy is that? No, it's so wild. But like, do people say you're funny? I've actually been told by a former boss of mine that I was a comedy writer, that that was a part of my like job. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm like, honestly, that's that was the best compliment. You do help me with my copy. Like you are I a good like writer. But okay. yeah, no, I'm definitely not funny. Right. <laughs> Um, okay. This is a good question. How to find friends that are in the same life stage as you? Example, I'm single and my friends aren't. Mm, that's tough. 
Oof, yeah, that's tough. I, you got to put yourself out there, I feel like. Like, you're not just going to meet friends by someone showing up at your doorstep. I think you just need to, social media is fucking great. Like, that's how we met. That's how yeah. I've met now most of my really, really good friends. Yeah. Is just finding people you think you would vibe with and be like, hey, let's get coffee. I agree. I, I think putting yourself out there in all different situations, like, are there hobbies you like? Let's say you're a runner. Join a running club. Yeah. Or, or if you're single, you know, if this is someone's asking, you know, I'm single, go to events. Go yeah, to go these to mixers. Like, I know there are so many. I know you've had them. And even not, not necessarily to, like, meet someone to date no but there are gonna be other people who are going there so like awkward and nervous to go there alone and just like team up yeah um i have to say like one shout out i will give locks club is a lot of people meet friends at the events. yeah and i think that's a great way just go to events i went to an event by myself the other day alone and i was so nervous like i was you were she was texting me all day being like should i not go i was freaking like, out go. and i was like why Whatever. I was like, what do I have to lose? I walked in, got a drink, kind of vibed with myself for a little. And then I met some awesome people. And you just have to put yourself out there and put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And I swear it'll work out. And one thing I'll say, and I'll give credit to Tinks on this because she's talked about it a lot on her podcast. But when you walk into an, a, an event or a room, do not have your phone out. Like, do not be on your phone because yeah. that makes you look so unapproachable. And so, you know, you might quote unquote, put yourself out there and go to an event, but then have a bad time. And guess what? You were actually like staring at your phone the entire time. So you weren't looking to meet anybody and no one felt like they could approach you because you were unapproachable. You had texted me being like, I haven't heard from you. So I'm assuming it's going okay. And I haven't, I didn't look at it for like two hours because yeah, I told amazing. myself I would not touch my phone that's amazing. besides take content because yeah. I needed to. <laughs> yeah. I love that. What should I do if my boyfriend's female friends barely talk to me while what should I do if my boyfriend's female friend barely talks to me while on a double date? Hmm. Honestly, you can't control someone else. So you just do you. You keep making that effort. Yeah. Kill them with kindness. And I would say, don't try. This is so hard. So much easier said than done. But try not to take it personally. Yeah. Because all you can do is be you. And this might be on them. Like, they might be really shy. You know, maybe they're really anxious about being there or like feel awkward or uncomfortable for whatever, whatever reason that has actually nothing to do with you. Yeah. Don't take it personally. I like that. All you can do is be you and, you know, treat them as if they were your friend anyway. And maybe sometimes a lot of people, you know, this happened to me yesterday. People are all different. And so I had an interaction with somebody yesterday for about like four minutes and I walked away thinking, oh, my God, this person like really doesn't like me. I feel like so self-conscious right now. Like, do they hate me? Like, did I do something wrong? And then I later talked to our mutual friend about it. And the mutual friend was like, no, they're really shy. They take a really long time to open up. Like, it has nothing to do with you. And I'm like, wow, that sucks that I just like left that experience, like internalizing that there's something about me that this person didn't like. Meanwhile, this person's just shy and not the most like like not everyone is going to like want to like love you from the start and everyone is so different. We all have different personalities. And so I just hate that I like left this interaction thinking negatively about myself when it had nothing to do with me. Also, this brings up another topic I kind of wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, It's okay that 
not everyone is going to like you. And that is something I have really, really, really been struggling with, um, especially the past six months. I feel like I've gone through a lot of rejection and loss with some of my best friends. And I've had to accept the fact that it's okay that not everyone is going to like you and to not take it so personally. Like, what did I do? What's wrong with me? Why don't, why doesn't this person like me or whatever? Like I've been going through it and it's fucking shitty. And I'm just kind of now realizing it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to have 5 million friends and they don't all have to like you find the people that really lift you up and like you for you and not give you that anxiety feeling. I'm just, I don't know. I, that just brought up like, yeah. it's okay that people, if they don't like you, they don't like you. Who cares? And you shouldn't change something about you for somebody else. Yeah. Especially if it's somebody who already, like if they don't like you, like who the like, yes, of course we care. Yeah. But it sucks. But there are people who do like you and there are people who love you for exactly who you are. So why should you feel the need to change for the people who don't love you or who are judging you or who are treating you poorly? It's like, if anything, we should make sure that the people who love us, like know how special they are to us instead of focusing our energy on, Oh, well, these people don't like me. Like, how can I change myself to get them to like me? It's like, no, don't change yourself. There are people who love you. Like if you're boyfriend's female friend isn't talking to you like or doesn't love you who the fuck cares your boyfriend loves you yeah exactly like, your your friends love you you're not gonna be loved by everyone and yeah. that's what i am really starting to realize and it sucks but it's okay demi lovato once said <laughs> for every person who likes you there will be somebody who dislikes you yeah also another topic just on like friendship something i heard the other day is there's no such thing as a bad friend I forget who said it, but hear me out on this. Hear me out. Interesting. Because the definition of a friend, I don't know the definition. If they're a bad friend, they're not a friend. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. If they are a I forget where I saw it and I really wish. There is no such thing as a bad friend. Because if they are a friend, they're a friend. Yeah. They're a, they, they love you. They lift you up. They want to be there for you. They want to support you, celebrate your wins, and be there at your worst times. There is no such thing as a bad friend. So if you're feeling like someone is being a quote-unquote bad friend, maybe they're just not your friend. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right, all right. I know that everyone has their hands up. And I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed 
bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. It's so crazy because we never learn about friendship or relationships. Mm -hmm. We just like are born and then (laughs) experience them. And then sometimes they end. Sometimes they fizzle. Sometimes there's tension. Sometimes there's fights. Sometimes there's new ones that come in. We're never taught how to like actually properly navigate these mm-hmm. situations and approach them. And I've never heard that in, in my 28 and a half years of life. <laughs> no, I've never heard that before. I just saw it the I other day. That. Yeah. And that's okay. And it's fine. It's, it's okay. okay. Also, it's okay that people change and friendships change and you make new ones and you may lose some old ones yeah. and... Just, it's okay. That's life. 
you know what? Yesterday we were with Danny and her fiance Ari and um, Danny mentioned how they've been together for seven years. Like they met when they were right out of college. And I, I almost said this, but I didn't just because the conversation like continued and changed and whatever. But to me, I think that is so wildly impressive and rare that you could meet someone at that young of an age mm-hmm. and make it because yeah. of how much we change, especially in our 20s. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so true. I, yeah. Like I'm not the same person. Oh my God. I'm not the same person I was when I was like 22. I'm not the same person I was six months ago. Yeah. Like like you are evolving and changing so much and it's, I don't know. It's just finding the happiness with who you are now and just being so confident with who you are now and really just going for it. Yeah. Instead of worrying so much about what you've lost. I don't know. I'm just staring at Carly thinking, wow, Jennifer Aniston's on seeing other people right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, look, you're going to change. Other people are going to change. It's okay. Like relationships will end. Friendships will end. And guess what? Like new people will come in. Like Jake and I actually have talked about this a lot recently where like we, of course, like we love our friends right now and there are people and they're who we like spend our free time with when we're not just, when we're not working, when we're not spending our time together. Um, And it's, it is so weird to think about the reality that, you know, in a few years, most of us are going to like move to the suburbs and we're going to end up in different towns. And in five years from now, 10 years from now, the people that we're going to be spending time with are going to be different. Oh yeah. And we're the second half of our lives are going to be spent with like our kids, friends, parents. Yeah. And those are going to be our best friends that we haven't met yet. And not to say that our friendships now aren't going to last, but they will change. And that's a really difficult concept to like, grasp and to accept but it's a part of life and at the same time like how cool is it that we're all gonna have best friends that we haven't met yet yeah no like even like us Uh, yeah like like meeting you like gives me so much hope from a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah okay carly what makes jason different than all of the other guys you've dated in the past ah um (laughs) (laughs) he just gets me I am really weird I like I really am so fucking weird and I have I feel like I have 10,000 different personalities and my mood can switch in a second and who I am like he just gets me and loves me for every little part of me where I feel like in my past relationships and just people I've dated they would get to know different sides of me and be like oh wait like I don't like that side. Yeah. Jason just kind of accepts who I am and loves me for it. And I don't know. He's just a good one. He's just a good one. And it took a very long time for me to find that and to open up to that. And I'm just so happy I did. I know. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a romantic. I don't usually like, I don't like the mushy gushy stuff usually, but you know, what's funny I always did. I was the biggest, like, I want my life to be like a romantic comedy. Like I want my relationship to be a movie. Like my high school boyfriend and I would literally like the notes that we would write to each other. I, I like when I was packing up the, our monk house and my room and stuff, I found a note from him and it was literally like Lonnie, like was what he called me, like L-A-N-N-I, I don't know. He's like, I love you more than anybody's ever loved anyone ever. Like, oh I, like, like, and that's like what I wanted. And it's so funny because me and Jake are so not like that with each other. Like it is 
the complete opposite. And it's so funny how that like changed it's over so time. It's so weird. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> someone's okay. going gonna to be like, I heard your podcast and heard that you and Jake weren't all lovey-dovey and that's a red flag. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> um, okay. Follow-up question for you. Is Carly giving Jason a proposal deadline? <laughs> Time's a ticket. No. Um, let me just say, because I understand that my bit <laughs> on TikTok is like, when the fuck are you proposing? Yeah. What are you going to make content about after he proposes? I don't know. Listen, yes, I would love to get engaged soon, but like he's not on a deadline. He also doesn't give a shit how much I talk about it. Like I think people always ask me like, stop pressuring him. Like he's not pressured. Like yeah. he does not give a shit what I say on TikTok. He doesn't care what I like. There's no deadline <clears throat> by end of this year. I mean, <laughs> that's the deadline. <laughs> you know what? I take it back. There's a deadline. <laughs> the world will end on um, December 31st at 11.59 p.m. Yep. Eastern Standard Time if Jason has not proposed yep. to Carly. Also, like, I want all, like, I would have a kid yesterday if it was up would to he? me. No, <laughs> but I would. <laughs> No, he needs, he needs to be, we need to be maybe you and financially. Jake should, maybe we should do a swap because Jake would have a kid yesterday oh, too. You know what? I'm down. <laughs> Just swap. Will he move to Florida? Maybe. All right. Maybe. All right, um, uh, next question. Has anyone thought that it's weird that you guys met on TikTok? I think it's so cool. Oh my God. I don't know. If they have, they haven't said it to our faces. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I'm sure people are like, oh, they just met. Now they're suddenly like, yeah. Tied at the hip. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I wonder? I wonder what my other friend, like, I wonder what my friends think. Yeah, same. I know, like, my one best friend, like, tells me all the time, like, it's so amazing. But the people that I, my other friends, I don't know. I don't know if they're judging me. I right. don't know. Well, it's also hard because we don't live in the same place. So it's hard to, like... Like Kerwin and Carly have FaceTimed when Kerwin, when Carly and I've been together and Kerwin's like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with Carly. Like I want to <laughs> hang out with you guys, but we don't live in the same place. So it, we haven't actually gotten to like meet each other's friends. Yeah. And I don't know if like, I don't know. We, we, we will. I mean, maybe eventually, eventually, obviously, but like anytime soon, like, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But if you're listening to this and you're judging or you think it's weird, then joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> We're fun. We'd love for you to hang out with us. Yeah, like um, literally joke's on you. No, honestly, I pride myself in being an early adapter of making friends on the internet. Um, going back to literally middle school when it was like stranger danger, do not talk to people on the internet. And Sass and I became best friends on Team Jonas, the Jonas fan site, and the rest yeah. is history. So like talk to strangers on the internet. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Put yourself out there. Yeah. I, like I don't it. think, I mean, look, if people think it's weird, like that's on them. Yeah. I just hope our friends are like accepting of it. But also like, fuck you if not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then then you're not a bad friend. You're just not a friend. You're just not a friend. <laughs> um, okay, let's do one last one. And then we still have a ton of listener questions, but I don't want to keep you guys here for hours. So we will do a part two and stay tuned for that because it'll be great. But yeah, we'll record a part two with all of your longer situational listener questions and a few other questions that you guys sent in. And yeah. But should we do, you said you were doing one more? Yeah, I'll do one more. Okay. Okay. How do I stay hopeful I will get excited about someone after being let down again and again? Oh, this is such a hard one. I feel your pain. I really do. Yeah. I really do. It's so hard to... When you're in that situation and when you're going through that phase of like, I keep getting let down or I keep getting rejected or I'm not excited about anyone, 
I swear it changes because I felt that way too. Like every single date I went on before Jason, I would just be like, no. Yeah. Would, it wouldn't even make it to a second date because I'd just be like, absolutely not. And I would think something was wrong with me. I was like, am I like asexual that I am not attracted to or interested in anyone? But it's not you. You just haven't found the person. It will come. Just keep putting yourself out there. It's a fucking numbers game. Yeah. And and it takes time and you'll go in phases of hating this and then wanting to take a break and then taking a break and mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe having an itch to get back out there and then getting back out there and then feeling doomed again and again and again. And it's unfortunate. It sucks that that's the way modern dating is. And I, I don't think it was always this way. I think yeah. part of it is, is dating apps and that there are so many options. So having that many, seemingly having that many options, that if there are this many people at the swipe of a finger... And I still can't find someone, wow, I really suck. But like, it's just that right now, dating is literally harder than ever before. And there's a paradox of choice. There's seemingly so many options, but none at the same time. I'm hearing it from everyone too right now that dating is so hard. But you know what I think is a big problem? Yeah, it's social media. And it's also, yes, you should obviously know what you want, but stop going into dates with this giant list that they need to have on the first date. Because I think I did that and it just ruined dating for me. I would go in and if they didn't check off every single box, then I, I wouldn't even let myself be open to it. It's like the second you heard something that wasn't aligned, I, yeah, I was you done. were like, I'm out. I was done. Yeah. And fr- I remember talking to my therapist about this. And this was before I went on a date with Jason. She's like, go into the date as you were meeting a friend. Yeah. Because there are so many things about your friends that maybe you don't like or maybe that aren't exactly what you want, but you're still friends with them. Yeah, you still You still them. have that emotional connection with them. You still love them. I love that there advice. are going to be things that you're not going to like about your partner or that aren't 100% perfect. And that's okay. And it's okay. <laughs> Theme of the episode. Do you think I knew that Jason was the most OCD, type A, <laughs> clean, planning it's person? Okay. Your apartment is flawless. Yeah. Pristine. But like, thank God I didn't know that in the very beginning or else I'd have been like, nope. Yeah. So just have an open mind, go into the dates as like, these are just gonna be my friends and don't worry because I swear it will fucking happen. It will happen. Sorry for cursing. You're allowed. I've cursed a lot. That's okay. It'll happen though. That's all. It'll fucking happen. It'll fucking happen. (laughs) All right. Carly, thank you so much for being here. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Don't forget to follow Carly at Carly R. Silverman on TikTok. Make sure you are following Seeing Other People on Instagram at seeing other people, me at Alana Dunn on TikTok. And if you have not given a five-star rating interview, please, please, please do. It goes such a long way and it really, really means a lot. Stay tuned for part two of this episode. And until then, keep seeing other people. No, no, that's not how it goes. It goes until then. Love you guys. I'll see you next time. And until then, I'll be seeing other people. Love that. (laughs) Bye.